Okay, how is everybody doing? Hi, hello, you're listening to Moon 2, the It's Spoken podcast brought to you by Brimer and John. Three friends discussing free friendship, finance, fadgy. Is there literature? I don't know, is there anything <laughs> beginning with F for books? You got Ooh, it. Um, that's a good... in there. Ooh, fiction and Ooh. non-fiction. That's yeah. true, that's true. Fiction, non-fiction. Yeah. Um, speaking of non-fiction. Uh, oh, okay, cool. So I got a bit distracted. Speaking of non-fiction, I just saw this like little clip thing of this woman. Um, so this guy submitted his like relationship story into the show that I've been watching as background noise. Mm-hmm. And um, him and his girl must have had like an argument, and so she must have like gone on holiday or just like taken time away from him. So then he must have went to go meet her and he found her, um, what's it called, like, talking to this next guy. Like, they were awfully friendly or whatever, like, way too friendly. So he approached her and was like, what's going on? Like, who the hell is he kind of thing? Mm -hmm. And then she was like, he's my breakup insurance. (gasps) (laughs) Wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's my breakup insurance. Wow. (laughs) And he was like... Breakup you know how mad this is because I just came back here and I'm mm. hearing what listen I literally just watched this I had to like because I wasn't paying attention and I just remember like seeing it on the screen so I had to like rewind and then obviously it was time oh. for podcast I was like oh crap podcast but she was like that's my breakup insurance and he was just kind of like breakup oh. insurance and he was like yeah like after a breakup before I meet anyone new I meet up with my breakup insurance and like I don't know how she explained it to the guy but the guy was like we didn't break up we had an argument she was like no we broke up but now that we're back together i'm not gonna meet him again like when we were in a relationship i didn't meet him and well now that we're back together i'm not gonna meet him again so my boyfriend was like okay cool and then after like it just was on his mind Uh so he like later she was like doing things she was like doing things like she was like let's do morning <laughs> exercise and she he was like you've never did morning exercise before now you're gonna oh. suddenly like did you get this from your recent trip and so she's proper like oh um let me stretch you and he's like no i'm gonna be too heavy and she's like no i did it all the time at the place oh. i went to on holiday and so <laughs> he's in his field so he's like okay so you were doing this with the breakup insurance guy <laughs> So he's getting really uncomfortable and she's like proper like, yeah, if I don't do this every morning, um, my back's going to be in bits. And so he's like, what? So he basically goes, I'm going to have to um, be honest with you because if I don't, I'm going to be in my feels kind of thing. Um, can you get rid of your breakup insurance guy? And she was like, but everyone has life insurance and health insurance. <laughs> like, it's not, that's the whole point of it being insurance. Like, it's supposed to protect you. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> um, she's a cracker. Everybody's got their their their. Hmm. Yeah. He's like, that's the whole point of it being insurance. I don't use it, but it has to be there. I can't get rid of it. And then he's probably like, can't you just say you'll get rid of him just to make me feel better? She's like, yeah, but I don't want to lie to you. And all my friends have insurance, so oh? why can't I? Is this wait? <laughs> my friends got insurance. Is this a drama? No, this, this is apparently life? a real life story that was submitted, and he was like, "What do I do?" And then <gasps> the panel are kind of yeah. like, "Yeah, but you spoke to her about your feelings, and she dismissed. Mm-hmm. There's really nothing else for you to do." No, there isn't, <laughs> because she's always going to have insurance, and if you and can't in deal her with her, mind, so, mm-hmm. 
there's a lot there's a lot going on there's a lot going so on basically yeah. in between men she'll go to like this guest house place or whatever the breakup insurance guys is she'll meet up with mm. him and then that's her like backup guy but he will never really be main relationship and I, oh, I just wow. right like I didn't even understand because this isn't even bestie like this isn't even nope. going to my friends drinking to make myself feel better because obviously none of us so mm-hmm. I, was, I was like, how does this insurance... And they really didn't delve into it enough for me because I, I just wanted to know how it works. You want to, like, the... The, the, the details. The workings and the details. The mathematics. Literally, of, like, the factual. The contracts. Yeah, you're calling of this insurance. insurance. Like, what does it do? It's does just it a backup thing. It's a side thing. Not really. It's like consensual, it's consensual side piecism. Like, but this is a very conservative country. So, like... Sorry, I missed the con- the country. This was a Korean thing I was watching. It's like a reality uh, uh, show. So okay. for me, it's just if, if it was in America, okay, cool, it makes sense. I can uh-huh. just about like wrap your head around it. Yeah. But I'm just like, because you know, just be like, this is my backup guy. Like everyone yeah. has like a backup insta. So if something if an American goes like this is my backup guy, like relationship done out, it makes uh-huh. sense. But uh-huh. this place I was just like, this isn't Breakup insurance. What's breakup insurance? Hey, um, it yeah, really I, can't, I, I can't. It's a lot. Yeah, it's just it's a, lot. a more formal name, but it is just a backup. Literally, just a backup, a plan B. But then even backups, right? Isn't plan mm-hmm. B's like a literal plan B? Like once you're onto plan B, it means plan A done out, not plan maybe. Yeah, yeah. This is like the way she's gone about it. It's kind of. Always with the expectation. Plan B is always going to be there. Yeah, which is like, so you're saying that you actually just want your relationships to always be failing so that you can go to your plan B? That's true, you know. What does he do with his day? Like, I feel like maybe there are people that have found each other and they they know they can't be together together because it's not going to work like all the way. So it's like, okay, if it's the fan... Let's come back because we know we've got something together. Yeah. We haven't got everything that we'd need in it, like a committed relationship. So let's enjoy what we have whilst yeah. we can. Obviously, this is not my lifestyle. I'm just trying I to know, put it so Let's enjoy it. Let's enjoy what we can when we oh. can. But obviously, we know it's better out there. But when when all that when all that fails, we come back to what we know. At but least baseline what works. happens when Pretty you're sure. in a happy relationship? Everything is good. But then that niggling feeling of oh, you know. Let me talk to Jerome, see how he's doing. Or oh, I haven't spoken yeah. to Jerome in a long time. Because really, is he a friend? Do you check in on him? It's, it's, what happens when he have leaves the backup? And you're uh, good. Like, he's happy and happy relationship. But on whose terms this contract has been made? Is, yeah. it, is it on my terms, you're my backup, or is she his backup? Or is he, like, the whole friendship group's backup? Like, I just wanted more <laughs> questions to be asked about this situation. Like a high yeah, there's a lot going on. There's like, a lot going on. Yeah, like is because he runs a guest house too. So I was like, oh, uh, so you just yeah. can't stay in his guest house. Like he runs an imagine. Is this not like play play boy mansion? Um, no. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. How uh, that works. I've generally I, I don't know. How I don't know how it works, but I feel like I've heard some of the things. Polygamy on crack, basically. I just thought it was this man mm. showing off his whole oh, yes. dunya. Yeah, pretty much. Because uh, they were yeah. calling like when he was alive, it was like but they were all his girlfriends. Yeah, like that's what I thought it was. I didn't, I, I didn't yeah. think it was an Airbnb oh. thing. 
I know there was a mansion. There was a house. There was something. Yeah, but I, I, yeah, he lives in the mansion with all the, the, the bunnies. Yeah. The bunnies. Like he, that was his thing. Like I have yeah. all these women. Ah, Literally. great. So okay. These are like, that's what I knew as not like a. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah no, no, I don't know much. Well, there would be another Hugh Hefner. No, which, and thank, thankfully hmm. not. Well, because no, no one needs. I'm saying the Muslim not say she's gonna go and do cover. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. A lot's going. Lots. Lots going on. Um. A lot's happening. Back, back to that scenario, though. I do. Feel yeah. Back like, to the scenario. Yeah. I, I feel like that girl has just created an easy way out. Every time there is a there's friction in the relationship, not necessarily anything detrimental. And so if you're always like, my it's backup's like ready impossible. to go. <laughs> my phone. My phone. Uh, I'm going to put this up. Two secs. Cool. Um, should I keep talking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I'm listening. Oh, okay, cool. But yeah, like, it, it it doesn't seem like, oh, when the relationship is in, like, in a terrible place, it's kind mm. of like, oh, you're, you're kind of annoying me right now. I'm just going to go to my backup. Oh, I don't like that tone you've taken with me. I'm going to have it. It just seems like a easy way out rather than just facing all of the realities and of um of a committed yeah. relationship. Especially because like especially when she felt like they broke up and he was like, No, we just had an argument. It, that and that's showing her <laughs> it's literally showing her maturity level because if you've created this what you call foolproof plan, are you ever really in a relationship though? Or is it all these guys that you've dated right, before? Are you like, ever really committed? Yeah, are you ever really committed? Like, if you've always got an easy way out, are you ever really committed? Right. Can you and then a committed? part of you is kind of, like, always looking for an excuse. Yeah. Like nothing will ever be good enough because you don't really have to... I don't have to stay for this. I can go to my backup guy. Exactly. With the guest house. Oh, right. Because, of course, the backup has to, you know, have something going for them. And he's probably you. just the perfect guy because he doesn't have to see you all the time. Exactly. So it's like going to your nans when you were younger. Like you could misbehave, <laughs> you could eat ice cream, you could do whatever you wanted to do. <laughs> but it went forever. And you knew it, you knew it was a short time. Right, your nan knew. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! I was like thinking whether whether I should speak on the podcast about this or not. But then I was just like, I'm, I don't have anything bad to say, anyways. But mm-hmm. um, we had kids round. So since we've done our house, we haven't had kids round. Yeah. We had kids round over the weekend. And I was really oh, no. just like, this is difficult for me. Because mm. I remember, like, I remember old names loving kids. But then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is very, like, contingent on do I have nice things when there's kids around? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I went from, yay, I love kids, to mm-hmm. being like, Oh, I really hope there's no chocolate on their fingers. Oh, they're touching. Oh, like, and then I was just like, I started thinking, right? Because mm-hmm. I was like, again, I, I, I still don't feel like I don't dislike kids. That's why I was like, should I speak about it or not? Because it's not like I yeah. dislike kids. I don't feel like I dislike kids. Yeah, I was just really stressed at the fact that they could ruin my nice walls. <laughs> do they I can have... do a lot, right? Oh, yeah. So then I was like, speak to a lot. Oh. If these was my kids, they wouldn't be leaving. Like these lot left, so yeah. peace returned. So I, I got really stressed over the weekend, thinking, how do I even package this emotion? Because 
I can't have I, I can't have nice things or do you just get used to not having nice things like what do you it's, do I feel like you just don't have nice things for a certain period of time because kids aren't yeah, kids far exactly so you yeah, know that the period yeah. of time we didn't have nice things for was mm-hmm. a very long time because there were quite a few then, of you yeah a few of you aside it's like even even if we say minimum 16 right i don't even believe that's the true number because even at 16 things were getting broken left right and center things are still getting broken left right and center it's like when do people they have to leave i think right now there's a man there's a management there's a manageable number of people in the house so it doesn't feel yeah. clustered there's not things getting broken. Yeah. Like people, people have to physically leave before you have nice things and you can mm. enjoy your night because as, as well, like, other people might not put the same value into your nice things as you have. Absolutely. So, yeah, like it was quite mm. a, like, do I have a whole other house for kids? Like, it really just has to be my house, husband's house, kids' house. Like, wow. Well, do you know it's funny, right? Because a friend of mine, her mum has a room and it looks like a living room, but she's like, no one's allowed in there. And it looks literally, yeah. it looks That's what pristine. you have to do. You can't it's go in this room. Oh, if, if the room you look at, like, oh, that's a nice room, but you're not allowed in there. Like, <laughs> it's like, look in, and then you shut the door. And it's kind of, that's essentially what I guess many parents do. Yeah. It's true. It has to be a room with lock and key, because saying you're not yeah. allowed in there doesn't really stop kids from going in there. At all. So it has to be a room with lock and key. But it was... It, it was very much, wow, the work parents must have to do to protect their nice... Like, how much do you yeah. have to give up for these fantastic people? Yeah. Yeah, you've got to be... A lot. Your whole life is on, on sacrifice mode. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Definition it of parenting is. is selflessness. Like, you cannot be... A, there's no such thing as a, a good, selfish parent. Like, it... It doesn't happen. That's why I feel like you really have to like <clears throat> go into there with as minimal regrets as possible. Like you yeah. have to, yeah. none of this I gave you my youth thing that a lot of parents Mm-mm. be like, oh, yeah. when I had to carry you on my back and did it like no well, that can't no, be then. a regret from you. Do you know what I mean? Like you have yeah. to really go into it feeling like, all right, cool. I'm happy now. I've experienced yeah. things now. I've I've done things like yeah. I'm well rounded, and yeah. this is now going to be a new experience because I was I was really thinking about the Kardashians actually, and I was just like their house. I was thinking about them, I think, because I saw their house. Okay. So I was just like, their it's house. very white, minimal, right. nothing so there. Like, Do you have the kids in a whole other house because? <laughs> How Probably. are you painting frequently? Even that, yes. Yeah. Yeah. There'll be that. There'll be that as well. Because and it's mm-hmm. it's not their hands doing it. Like when something breaks, <laughs> they're not the ones cleaning it. If there's something on the walls, they're not gonna be the ones to they're paint the it. Ones fixing. Yeah. Right. So I was, I was probably thinking like, what do you? And I really love some sort of like TikTok videos on like what mm. people with kids do to mm. like show me that reality. How do you yeah. maintain? the little bits that are for you how do you maintain the things you mm. like you know mm. how have you made sure that your vase that you got for your wedding anniversary hasn't broken <laughs> they just have to not see it if they can't see it they can't destroy it that's mostly true. mainly time for good decisions no, apply. that's what you think i remember coming <laughs> yeah back. I, remember, <laughs> I, I said it and then i was like mm, maybe not no like, yeah. yeah i remember coming back one time and abby telling me about stuff that was in my my wardrobe and i was just like what are you doing in my wardrobe and he was just like yeah when you go out I go for your wardrobe and i'm like oh huh? <laughs> 
He was even honest. Honestly, you know what's funny? This is like primary school, secondary school, so he's fairly young. Wait, are you in primary? He's in. He's in primary. I would have been in secondary school. Yeah, either in primary school or like. So what's he doing in your? He was bored. There was really at least he said like he just went yeah, and looked through the room and he and he also did the same to my mum's wardrobe. He confessed. He just said something Wait, in passing. How did like, the little boy say yes? He was talking about oh, there's that thing you have in your wardrobe, and I'm like, how do you not? Yeah, because I went and saw it. Like, <laughs> so there is no such thing as hiding anything. Mm. Like, mm. why? <laughs> and this is meant to be someone that's at least eleven. <laughs> I was telling you, he was annoying. I hated that guy. Going I was stressed. Didn't have nothing to yourself. I have a whole room to myself, and I feel like that could have been mm-hmm. something that's like you go out or you're somewhere else, and you have a whole room to yourself. The people mm-hmm. that are sharing would definitely go in there. Yeah, they want yeah. space. They're gonna go chill in your room. So, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. To be honest, yes, Sasha does it all the time. I go out. I find it, come back, she's in my room. Mm. And like, you just know that someone's been, because obviously she, she'll move a few things. It's like, yeah, yeah she's been here. She does it all the time. Yeah. There's nothing for them. It's There's nothing for you here. Space. Nothing. It's, yeah, it's space is nice. You really said it. For me, it's because I've got the best position mirror in the room. When I tell you all three of my sisters will come in at different points, especially mm. the youngest, and just walk, walk into my room and start posing and prancing and checking. And I'm just like... But, Knocks don't exist anymore. It's just kind of like if my doors open, they walk in and they're just looking in the mirror. And I'm like, okay, so it's a public mirror for everyone. Um, literally, like, don't say nothing. Yes. It's just, yeah, like, yes, mirrors, mirrors, mirrors do that. You lot saw when yeah. I had that full wall mirror, yeah, 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 that was a nice mirror. <laughs> no, full wall mirror. When I'm in the room, they knock on the door, can I come in? When I'm not in the room, I've seen people just walk in, mirror. Check it out. I just like, I can literally just be like lying on my bed and someone will be yeah like, knock 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 open yeah. the door oh I just want to see what these shoes I just bought look like mirror then they do then but my brother is there not a mirror in your room the the mirror in their room is not I feel like it's not the same as like that full length mirror so yeah. I had, like, okay cross mirror, and then my mom had like all her doors for her wardrobe was a mirror. So mm-hmm. they couldn't necessarily just go into that room. So yeah, because it's awkward. Keep the door open, yeah. mm, and he'll be walking back and forth, trying on the different <laughs> things that he's trying on. And I'm just there like, yeah, when you're done, shut the door, please. And you know we have mirrors in this house. Like, there's a mirror on the yeah. landing. Yeah. yeah. You go for the landing for the full body. You go to my mm-hmm. room for the close-up. <laughs> wow. Okay. Check all the angles. I was, I mean, like, at least it's kind of system. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. yeah, this mirror, even though we had the same... I think we had the same mirror... They come mm. to my room for this. I feel like they just like to come to see me. That's why. I, that's my theory. But yeah, they be coming to check themselves out in this mirror. I'm like, but you have the same mirror in your bigger room. They'll tell you that your mirror apparently, makes you look better. Yeah, Literally. apparently this mirror Literally. is something else. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But we were supposed to be talking about books this episode. So oh, we're actually oh. going to do it. Okay. Hey, Let's go. Leading. Tell us oh. Yes. Books. Bismillah. Books. <laughs> wow. What are books? Where do they come from? <laughs> All right, oh, let me get my lecture notes ready. Your, um, mm-hmm. Phone. Phone, yeah. Because you're breaking up. Yeah, it was coming in and yes. out of the books, and I was just Speaking like. Speaking of, look. whilst Halima switches. 
That's nice. Whilst Halima, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, she just friends. cut off me. I was like, what do we say? <laughs> oh, we're suffering. Whilst Halima speaks, um, sorts out her audio issues. Um, Salda. Yes. S O single sign yes. on. How are we going? How has <laughs> Michael said single sign on? That's how you know you've been at work. That's how you know. <laughs> That's how you know you've been at work. I'm like S S O. Do you have S in your middle yeah. name? Oh, uh, so you're not S S O. I'm not SSO, no, no. Oh, because you were nodding. What's your middle name? No, 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 SSO for like single sign-on. I have middle names. I'm Nigerian. Please. <laughs> what's, what's the next name off this out? They're not the list. Oh. Oh, so you're Sue. Yeah, uh, there's loads of... There's O, 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 O. Oh, they didn't. There's, okay. There's there's a few O's. Oh, okay. So it's just S-O-O-O. Okay, cool. Um, How was your week? That's how I was going to ask. The single sign-on. Yeah, test. I mean... It, it, it happened. It happened. Um, I feel like I've been ill. How's this new like, job you were saying on Twitter? What did I say? That I think I was sick, but I didn't. Mm. I didn't take time off. Yeah, or something like that. Mm. Yeah, it could have been the cheeky COVID, but um, yeah. I didn't take time, bro. Apparently, mm. you can get yeah, you can get you can be reinfected, um, and it's been like mm. four months now. So I, I did the COVID test today actually because I was like, hmm. Maybe I should, maybe I should just, you know, get, get, let me just get an answer, definitive answer, right? Mm. Um, as a verse to think. But I realized for the last two weeks, I've just been very low energy. And then on Sunday, it all just came back. It all just came back to me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I have energy. And then today, I was tired again and my throat hurts. So, you know, could have COVID. We don't know. Oh, this but other than really that, trying to take us out, it's just coming in different forms, isn't it? It's really yeah. doing glass glasses, and I just, I, I don't appreciate it. Um, I don't appreciate it at all. One, two, I've been making things like videos and and graphic stuff, and I'm like, yeah, this is fun. And More I like realize, oh, yeah, let's say that anyway. You no, it's not. No, okay. <laughs> I haven't posted on Instagram for a month. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I should. Ah oh, damn! I should um, post soon. That's what I'm telling myself. So I'm gonna bulk stuff and then post stuff. So I've been like my, my creative field, and I feel like my creative create things bag. Yeah, and I feel like when you create stuff, I feel like the key in creating things is doing it like a bit by bit. Because there was a few mm. things I had to do for people, and if I just done it bit by bit, then I wouldn't have to do it last minute. You know yeah, sprints, I mean. don't you? You know about sprints. Yeah, of course I do. Doesn't mean and I apply it in my own life. You should, because I'm not even in your field and I'd be applying it. Like, I was just like, that's the most smartest project management ever. Like, I just think it makes sense. But that's what, like, that's why, oh my gosh, my computer. I feel like there's one thing knowing something and there's another thing actually applying it. And that's why on a team, oh, am I freezing? I was freezing. That's why in a team... You have people who actually do the managing. You have people who do the doing. Yeah. You don't have people that do the both. Because now I have yeah. to do the both. And that's why I don't apply certain things in my life. Because it's like, well, I have to do it. They're managing and the doing. So, yeah. Um, my week has just been very meh. Like, doing things. Trying to create stuff. Trying to get my life back together. Trying to hope that I'm not, you know, ill. Um, yeah, other than that, how, how are you all? Yeah, I'm good. Um, Are you mobile? Okay, I feel like we can hear the mm, the difference. Mm-hmm. I don't know what about that laptop, babe, but like, 
And that's my new yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, new one. What one did you that's get? new one. Another Dell. We, we it's, a, it's a HP. Thank you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're like, she said this already. Put some respect on my life down. <laughs> she had a HP. She didn't get a Dell. Sorry. <laughs> ふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふふ
um, was like, I'd say in the 60s, he had an accident, lost all of his memory. So he, like he'd fallen, hit his head, lost all of his memory. But um, like a few months down the line when he was like healing physically, they found that he could like remember the route home when he would go for a walk. Like, he couldn't, and he mm. developed like, like a really, really short memory. So like he'd wake up. So it's like his body remembered the routines he'd had before he had the accident but he couldn't retain memory anymore so like mm. for example he'd wake up by like 6 a.m have breakfast and then like he'd make so the he couldn't break. have short i feel like there's a whole movie on that but yeah yeah, yeah. there is with adam sandler isn't it and yes, he's like I'm, some of the sandwich familiar fall in love with her every day or something like that oh, like. cute <laughs> this one was quite like it ended quite sad but um yeah yeah, like, yeah. And so his whole life was disrupted from that point onwards. And there was a, a neurologist that was like studying him. And so, yeah, it was kind of like, you're getting the scientific knowledge of how habits are formed in the brain and what processes happen. And the science geek in me like loved that bit, but then mm-hmm. it's without kind of feeling overwhelmed by science knowledge, because then it brings in, you know, like why we do what we do like why are we motivated motivated by certain things and how to form like long lasting habits mm. um and yeah i would recommend it like if you're someone that you want to improve your habits you want to get better habits mm. um yeah i think it's a, a really like approachable accessible book that's the word so it's a really accessible book um for someone that you know is looking into self-development they want to improve but they don't want to kind of just read a book and forget about it because there are things that you can refer to um there's practices and things and it talks about businesses and how they build habits it mm. talks about how um, like the bus boycott in, in alabama how those were built from social habits and so it's kind of interesting how you can then look at everything as like it's made up of habits, like everything going, happening in business in the world. It's true. It's made up of different habits. And it's, yeah, like really, really interesting read. I would highly recommend it. Um, yeah, so that's my like nonfiction read right now. And okay. then, a fiction, yeah, so that's what I'm reading for nonfiction. And then a fiction read. Oh, you do like a fiction and a nonfiction read? Okay. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so say. I was, I was very ambitious considering everything I'm balancing. So I did start, um, and I'm going to pick it up again. Um, it's a Korean-American author called Min Jin Lee. Oh. And it's her debut novel called... Ooh, debut so taking, novel. We're taking K-dramas to books, to literature now. Oh, no, they, they're, they're a phenomenal writer. Like, phenomenal writers, like, they're really good. Yeah. I, I read some and, of light novels. Yeah, and, like, funnily enough, I actually read her second book first a few years ago and mm. before I'd started watching um k-dramas so even before I knew about k-dramas um I'd come across someone recommending her book on YouTube and I'd read it and so oh, you book YouTube YouTube on YouTube book that's it that's it I was thinking book like book talk yeah <laughs> book talk almost has me like when they have the girl crying and she's like why did you write this book and I was like there was a book and the girl was um i don't know i can't remember the title but it was like why did you write this book why would anybody write this and i was really like oh what's this so i went and i read the reviews and everybody hated not hated the book it was just 
why would you try to kill us? And I just thought, I'm not right reading this book. I don't need a book that's going to stress me out. So, yeah, even like on Twitter, people were like, yeah, no, she definitely, the author definitely tried to kill the readers because it was, it was angst. And I just thought, no. Do you remember the author's name at all? No, I just, I know it won a literature award and it, it was a foreign, no, no, it wasn't a foreign name because it was, what's the opposite of foreign? Oh, interesting question. Uh, Run? Uh, yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Foreign, run? <laughs> What's the opposite of foreign? What's the opposite of foreign? Domestic. Yeah. Right, so she's not foreign in her homeland, she's domestic. Well done. Domestic. Isn't yeah, because... Yeah. But, but um, I, you know, I got well, I got that. Well, I don't know if that's the best use of the word, but you know when these government people are talking about immigrants... And foreign something, mm. and then they always go domestic, domestic something policy. Else. Domestic yeah. policy, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Order Mandir. Foreign nationals, and then domestic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if I ever come anyway. across the the TikTok again, because it was very she said much. Red. <laughs> I just took off some letters. I literally heard Roman. I was like, unacceptable, acceptable. Foreign, right. <laughs> that's the thought process for anybody wondering how i how i landed there. no I, yeah i got that but it's just so funny anyway sorry back to book 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 talk book book cast. you haven't told us the title of minjing lee's book yeah sorry yeah, yeah go on we grabbed it it's i'm here doing ad libs it's, it's called, called free what food for millionaires free free food oh okay 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 for millionaires <laughs> yeah. okay okay free food for millionaires and what's yeah. it about Super, super quick summary. Um, it's set in the 90s and mm-hmm. based around 90s America. Like, let's say, I think it's like New York. And it's a Korean American family. So the parents mm-hmm. came from, they immigrated from Korea. Um, and they both have like each, both the mom and the dad, they have really like deep um, roots, like roots and family history and things like they went through, like the dad had gone through like the war and the I believe it was the separation of North and South Korea mm. um, before come to America and like he was born and raised in wealth but then after that split um he then fell into poverty he lost contact mm. with his family um so this is all before and uh, bear in mind I think I'm only on like the first I think the second or third chapter so it's I feel like what the author is really good at doing is he's sets up the characters their histories in a way that you're not kind of overwhelmed with all this information, but it's kind of like, this is how they've become who they are right now. This okay. is why he is the dad he is. Um, and so it's two daughters. Um, the first daughter is called Casey, and that's Casey with a C. And she's graduated from Harvard um, Law School, um, but she can't find a job. Sorry to interrupt real quick. What's the genre? Yeah. So the yeah, genre is, that, the, they call it literary be. fiction. So huh? that is the genre. So fiction. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Oh no, that's yeah, so, not what I mean when I say is it romance, sci-fi? Is oh, it yeah, don't they use that in book language? They do, you? but it's definitely not a <laughs> No, she's she's on another level of books. Yeah, books, I thought books. we were like it's romance, adventure. Thriller. Adventure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it's literary fiction. I thought I don't know what that means. <laughs> Yeah, so could you elaborate for the people that don't know? Of course, of course. And bear Please. with me, I want to make sure that I... Um, really put it out there. Oh, how sweet. used to that term. 
being used literary fiction. So essentially when you're reading a novel, um, okay, so I've seen a brief um, definition of it. So literary fiction for our listeners is when it involves a concern with social commentary, political criticism or reflection on the human condition. And so really that's many novels. So like Half of a Yellow Sun by Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie, mm. that would be known as literary fiction. Um, okay so So, really any novel that has something to do with like society people in society things that happen to people so they don't have to be like specific so socio Mm -hmm. I was hoping you'd finish the word (laughs) (laughs) I'll start you finish like socioeconomics yeah so there's definitely that element like even in this book um, she's working class her family's working class they own a laundromat Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, she graduated Harvard Law School, and that was through scholarships that she got into Harvard Law School. Whereas all of her friends and her boyfriend, it's kind of like they had connections, they had money, and so she's a graduate now. And she only applied for like one law firm, and her boyfriend had been telling her like you got to apply for several. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was just like, no, I'm good, I can like get this. <laughs> she thought, bless her heart, you know, it's the early nineties. She's like, yeah, I can get this on my merit and my skill set. As we all think and I was just like wow this is really resonating to me in like you know 20 21st I know it's all 21st century but you know like a different yeah. decade and so mm. on and it was just literally the same like she's a child of immigrants finished university looking for a job but now she's working in her old retail job trying to find a law like a um her first like, like a law gig like mm-hmm. her first up her first up exactly and then also there's a, she's like living a double life uh so like um, kind of montana things <laughs> sorry i'm doing ad libs sorry i keep doing ad libs <laughs> speak 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 no i appreciate the ad libs i'm not giving a lecture so feel free to comment you know drop in your thoughts but yeah um and it's like that whole you know your immigrant parents want one thing from you but you're born and raised in the west and you have your own life you have your own um goals and ambitions and it's like very relatable yeah, I want to be my own person, mom. Like that kind of vibe. <laughs> I gotta do me. I can't keep living your life. You gotta let me be my own person, mom. Dad, would I can't you call keep this, doing this. Um, that kind of stuff. How would you rate this book of all the books you've read? Like, what is your top two books ever? Top two. Books what are ever. your top two books? Whoa. Let's say for the year or ever, whichever one's more interesting. Okay, whichever one's um, the more interesting answer. Hmm. So the year or two, I think the most for me, the most interesting would be like ever because then okay. we have to like narrow it down. Ever. Um, the first oh. one would be um, Half of a Yellow Sun by Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie, and the reason being why it's I feel like it's a, it's a few reasons. So first and foremost, that was the first book I read that was African literature. Okay. Was African author, first Nigerian author. Like my sister had gone to Nigeria, and it's always like. I'd say it as a personal story because like my sister had gone to Nigeria um, for the first time without the family, like she'd gone with a friend and she came back with this book and I was just intrigued and I'm someone that I like to read and I read this book and I was like, I didn't have any expectations going in. I didn't know who she was at the time. Mm. And I think I was about 17 when I'd read it. And when I finished reading it, it just, this massive hunger for African literature developed in me. Like I was just- It ignited something in your soul. It was words you knew, it was like places you knew, things you were familiar with. Yeah. And I was like, but I've never read this. Like how is, 
how have I never come across it? I think that was the biggest shock. And I was like, how have I never come across mm. anything like this as someone who, you know, loves reading? And from that point, in, in all seriousness, I'd, I remember I'd gone to my English teacher at my in college at the time, and I was like, Miss, do you know any, like, African authors, any, like, African mm. literature? And she then recommended Chino Achebe, um, which is Things Fall Apart. And he's seen as, like, godfather or grandfather of African literature. Um, more or less because of his novel because you know he's introducing African literature to the English speaking world um, in the West Um, and so again it it was just for me a really wonderful journey into like Nigerian authors but then also like other authors within the African continent as well so Half of the Yellow Sun started that journey for me and so that will always be literally yeah yeah, of course that makes sense there's there's I think there's something about like seeing like you said you're saying you're reading something you can relate to on a personal there's one thing having like a good story like yeah. this is a good story this is well written this is da, da, da. then it's one thing that like, i can see and resonate personally to this thing right 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 like okay so obviously like everyone's like black panther this black panther that but like me being a marvel fan is one thing i'm like yeah yeah cool superhero poo, poo, pow, pow, good <laughs> yeah all of that all of that cool yeah. but the, i think one of the reasons why i love black panther is because i could see myself in these people even though it was fictional and it was not realistic it was like wait a second how what how have i not at my big age i still have, I haven't watched one superior video or video movie that i could yeah. resonate on this level of it and i was so excited by it and i'm like that's why it has to, it has to always be there like not because it was the best written something 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 or like the the, the plot or whatever that everyone's talking about it's just because i could see yeah myself there and like it just feels you differently as a versus just having the story was great or the character mm-hmm. development or the, the, the all the other things you look for in stories right even before seeing yourself it's like you realize the same with books and, and, and black panther it's like you immediately are comforted because you realize the work that you subconsciously do to relate or to enjoy uh non-african story you don't have to yeah. do with african stories so like when you're watching yeah. yeah thor or whatever a part of me not even just thor because thor obviously lives abroad i'm sorry it lives outside the planet but a part of me is always like distanced because this yes. can never be my this can there's this, a disconnect this can there never like be real ever, ever when ever, they do ever. the hair toss my hair doesn't toss like that bro yeah like, like... it's not even immersive <laughs> like i'm really big on like having my immersion break like i hate when I'm immersed in something and then yeah, something I get that. breaks I get it that. and then you're like, I get that. <sighs> like, when back do, to... like when it's unexpected and they do the fourth camera break and they just start talking to the camera and I'm like, why would you do that? Or oh, I love that. It's a bit no, I love it cheesy. when it's done but... well, but like yeah. when you suddenly realise this person is acting or when you feel like, like for example, when I watched the first, of course. Super, not the first Superman, when I watched, uh, not the first, um, Superman with that really hunky-dory guy who's just not attractive but everyone else thinks is attractive, the new uh, Superman. Is it Henry Cavill? Yeah, that's it, Henry Cavill. Oh, when yeah, I watched yeah, yeah. Superman with Henry Cavill, I was enjoying it for a bit <clears throat> till I realised every other scene was a Nokia ad. And I was like, why do they keep picking up Wait. this Nokia phone? Like, every... And I'm in my head, I was thinking, nobody uses Nokias this often. But Windows was really everywhere. The tablets they used was Windows tablets. The Nokia phone with the Windows screen. It was pissed. So I, from then, I've not watched any other not Superman because I just thought, no. And I feel like with Black Panther, it was like that unconscious work that you naturally do in order to enjoy the story, in order to like... Because some people can kind of like 
ignore all those things and just enjoy the product placement right as yeah part of this. but for me it just disrupts the whole story so I, I i hate superman ever since then i don't like henry cavill superman i just find it cheesy Yay. and tacky and i feel like with black panther that never happened there was never a disruption because yeah from the moment even when they were doing the whole like cheesy waterfall scene and i just thought oh my gosh this is much like because do you know what i mean like it was yeah it was fine it was it was it was community. It was all. It was. It was if yeah. not authentic to an extent. Yeah. Like it was just enjoyable. It wasn't on. Like I can imagine being a white person watching that and then being like, "Oh, what does that even mean?" Like there was never. What is the purpose of this? Yeah. I knew instantly this was a community celebration. This yeah. is. I never ask questions. Right. You like, sometimes you watch stuff. You're like, let's figure out what's going on here. You're like, hmm. But yeah. I think you watch Black Panther. You're like, I get it. I get it. I get it again. I get that again. I get it. I get it. I get it. There is. Yeah, I got it. There was just so many things. It was just like, yeah, this makes sense. Yes, this is understandable. Yes, yeah. the respect to the elders. I, I, yes, I understand why that round table was such an impact, and him being disrespectful. Like exactly. it makes sense when he was shouting when Killamonga came yeah. in and he's dis- disrespecting the elders, and it's like. <gasps> Like, bro, you have no culture, you have no manners. Yeah, right. I got like, that. He's someone that, that when they were like, he's been raised outside. Oh, outside. The, the fact that we get we get that the whole being raised somewhere Abroad, else and not having and the then culture, being all these at as refresh. <sighs> Exactly, yeah. but then we, we also get Killmonger's perspective as well as how technically he's um has right to the throne, and technically he has frustration that is legitimate. Like I got it. I didn't it have to think. It would make so oh. much sense, and and that, that is really it? powerful when world building includes all your narratives in mm-hmm. a manner that you're just kind of like oh, like even stupid things like there's there's a, not stupid things, but little things like they were just eating pounded, not even pounded jam. Sometimes it's just rice and stew. Sure. But you're like. Yeah, sometimes rice and stew is really not everyday sandwich. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't eat sandwiches like that. Yeah, like sometimes I'll be watching things and I'll be like, oh, like, oh my gosh, I was watching um, Sunset, Selling Sunset. Oh, yeah. Same. And halfway through, I was like, these heifers must be hungry. These lot were just not they because when you watch love and hip-hop and like they go to a meal right <laughs> yeah they eat good yeah the food is the food is real food yeah they people eat, just they kept eat. having different types of leaves she was complaining yes. that the shrimps had legs <laughs> i was I like I one shrimp why is there only one shrimp on this plate yeah. and then a leaf like it really upset yeah. me and now you're and now you're you're watching the play. You're not watching the what they're doing. No, you're I don't about, care the about the storyline. I'm really wondering why there's no exactly. food. Exactly. It, it it was just there's things that remove like like I said it disrupts my immersion in yeah, shows um, and in books because I suddenly start to feel like why do you do things like what's this? going on here? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it it makes you feel very different and people don't realize how many times how many times and how often that may happen. Sauda, what books have you been reading? Books. Do I read? What texts have you been reading? Sorry to jump in there. Because you said two books in my lifetime. Oh, yes. Yes, go ahead. Um, I would actually say, just for the storytelling, um, Mm. Pachinka, which is Men Jin Lee's first... um, No, that wasn't her first. It's her second novel. Okay. So the first one was... Her debut novel was Free Food for Millionaires, which is okay, the one I've yeah. started now. Mm, but okay. I read Pachinko, which is her second novel first. And why did you read the second it? novel first? Is that is oh, she got a recommendation or something? Yeah, so it was on BookTube. Um, you know, the singer mm. A. Marie, she has a BookTube, mm. and she's half Korean. 
and so she is putting um, her on mm. and I did see a Marie today actually she she popped up on someone's feed so if you if you ever are like oh I wonder I don't know what I feel like reading just go on her YouTube channel she reads wide like it's like I aspire to read how she reads it is incredible and she's like just it's just a great it's a great watch um I wouldn't expect that she'd be a booktuber but that's like wow people are so multifaceted love it exactly and it's, it's amazing i love that for her um and i love her content um but yes yeah, so. wait wait wait, wait. a marie being is, is this, this one, one thing, thing that they got to, me yeah. to be okay because yeah. yeah that's the first that came up yeah. okay hold on it's the one okay it's good. <laughs> um yeah so i because she'd recommended because that was what she'd read Mm-hmm. Um, and when she speaks about books she speaks about it like beautifully and so you would be intrigued at the very oh. least even if you don't even like read it and so when yeah. she spoke about Pachinka, I was like very interesting I've never read um I haven't really read many um East Asian authors mm. especially not a Korean author so I was like hey let's give it a try she's and the book cover is absolutely beautiful I remember I posted on my Instagram at the time and mm. this is the only book and I have to make mention of this this is the only book where I remembered the first the opening sentence I've read a lot of books. What's the opening sentence? So the, the opening sentence of the book is, history has failed us, but no matter. And I was just like, when I read that, I was like, oh, you too. You too. <laughs> 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 Sounds like he was going through things, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the book was just minding his business and he was like, oh, I'm going to need a cup of... <laughs> 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 is that is that why you read sorry okay finish off and then like let's talk yeah. about why you read and how you read and what just you before get you do that i want to ask do you have headphones on with your I phone yeah oh good good because i'm like well, i don't want to it's in my it's on my laptop that is plugged in because i've got but, a desk on my laptop yeah but your phone speakers right is it taking the sound from oh you said it's plugged into my laptop so it would definitely it'll be picking up the sound from us speaking right yeah it will so there'll be double sound the the audio needs to come out into your ears into headphones okay so headphones on my phone yeah and And headphones on your and microphone on your laptop and so with the microphone and the laptop, is it the says audacity? So what icon would it be to just make sure that the microphone is on the laptop? Is on? No, 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 it's not any icons, but I'm saying like you have to you see how we have headphones over our ears? Because yeah. if we don't and we mm-hmm. let the speakers play, yeah. audacity will sounds. record the audio from the speakers. Yeah. No, yeah. Of course. And so if you don't have headphones cl- um, plugged into your phone where your audio is coming out of right now, Audacity yeah. would have been picking up the audio. Oh, right. Okay. Okay, so what I need to do is just grab my headphones and put it into my phone, yeah? Yes, please. Okay, I'll do that. Bear with me a sec. It's this one thing that got me to It's this one thing that got me to infinity. Um, yes. Yeah, so whilst whilst Hima does her technical technical, yeah. you asked me about me reading, and you know what? Yeah, I don't read, and that's a really big shit. But it's something that I have to like. At but this time it's here. Just at all at all. Busy. Oh. Just as I don't. Uh, first of all, I think one of the book my book is to reading. Let me tell you about me. <clears throat> I used to be a, a really big 
bookworm. Like I used to get through a couple of books a week. Like I remember one of the gifts my dad got me is this e-reader and it's just still on my shelf because now I don't use it, which is a really big shame. Um, but yeah, why do I stop reading? I feel like you, you're in school and then you get to a point where the books don't work anymore. The books, I feel like it was year 11 and the books weren't doing what they were supposed to do. They weren't, they weren't good stories that I wanted to read. Mm. And I think I'd read everything in my school library that I wanted to read. Um, I, I just, it just wasn't appeased anymore. Mm. And then, yeah, you either went this way. And I think these were like really heavy, right, not complex right, books, right. but like heavy and dark in ways that I just, this is not mm. what I came to read kind of thing. You want to discuss and, this is- I think so. I think that's what I read for. I read for a good story. Um, and then there was other books where it's just, this is childish. Like this is be- this is not below me and whatever, but this is like mm, not enough not, for me. I'm not the target audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I just felt like there was a point in year eleven. I think it was year eleven where I was just like, like, there's no books for me to read anymore. And I was a person I did judge a book by its cover. Oh, so yeah, I judge books by its covers. Because if you're not if you're not showing me something that would like you didn't do the work for me to pick you up, I'm not gonna pick you up. But then all recommendations a boring book, but then just had to finish it because like. How does it finish? Or do I you feel like it depends how it depended how boring it was. Like if I wasn't gripped enough, then I would let you go because I don't care about you know mm. how your life in this book went. I feel like maybe there's a couple books I feel like I've done that before, but more mm. time I'll finish it and try and get to the end because I like to commit. To, I, I like to commit to the story, and then sometimes you're like, okay, yeah, that's nice. And I think it's more in my head. I'm reading about Anne and Sue and how why them. Anyway, if I'm reading about two, two people, I feel like that, that's someone. Anyway, if I'm reading about two people or a story of people, I need to finish the story. Like they're in my head. I'll, I'll be doing stuff and I'll be like, okay, I actually need to find out what happened to this person, mm. kind of thing. I actually need to like draw it in, to an end in my head. So I will finish this book. Um, mm. and I think because I was in a habit of reading as well, it's like, okay, I'm going to pick up this book until I find a new book and then I'll just get to a point where I'm halfway through anyway, so I might as well finish the book. Um, but yeah, I think I think year eleven was the the low point, and you just you have your GCSEs and you have your A levels, and then it's just like mm. then I'm at uni. Have you ever read nonfiction? Nonfiction being real like, life books, reality. So like the power like of people's self development, oh, personal see, finance. I think so that, anything that's not fiction, basically. I think that was yeah. I was at year eleven. I was like, <laughs> I don't want to read that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's what I'm trying to read. Everyone's like, oh, I'm reading this. I'm like. Yeah, nonfiction feels like school. Yeah, and I'm a school. I'm a school person. I like school. I like studying. I love learning. I like all their stuff. But I just didn't want to read books like that. I think to pick up nonfiction books, you have. I have to want to pick that book up and read it. I've read a few Mm. like history autobiographies. Autobiographies? No, actually, which is kind of like I should have read a couple people. Mm. Um, I'm not judging. I'm just surprised. Um, Is there anyone? Yeah, like, are there any? Yeah, everyone did the Malcolm X autobiography, didn't they? Very is it not sitting on the shelf there? <laughs> I'm like, I should read it, um, mm-hmm. but I haven't. I, I'll just be honest here. I should read it. Okay. I haven't. Yeah. There are other tech people that I should really read about, and I just haven't because you find out that's about their stories on the internet. Mm-hmm. I will. I will do it. Uh, it's definitely on my 2022 like new year's resolutions whatnot i think another okay so i think why do i not read now i think you have to make the habit not the habit but like you have to put it in your day i think i have to put it in my day like, okay yeah. i'm gonna read at this point in the day mm-hmm. one 
And I think too, because there's so much out there, I just don't know how to find a oh. book. It's like, okay, you know how people don't know how to shop. I'm like, but shopping yeah. is easy. I know to go here for this kind of stuff. I know how to do the yeah. sizing. I know how to do the, 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 the yeah. Well, like, how yeah, do but I, I want from experience? Exactly. I want to pay a training style that I can, mm. please, I can nice you. But <laughs> I can't do that for book. I haven't got that book experience of, oh, I know where to go, what to look for. Like, do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. so out of books that it's just like, I'm overwhelmed by the prospect of picking up okay. a book now. Or where, to, I, where do I start? I don't know. Yeah. So you like, feel a bit intimidated? I guess, I guess so. Like, let me not put that on. Do you feel that? Or is it just overwhelmed? Like, where do I start? It's where do I start? I guess the word's mm. intimidated. Like, where do I start? Where do I start? Mm. What, what, and then I think... If I'm going to read, it'll be mm. nice to read stories like I mm. used to. I, I like, like, I guess it's fiction, fictional literature. Mm. Yeah. I think that's what I like to read. I um, and I think if I'm going to read nonfiction, then I hope it's written well. Because I'll just, mm. I'll just, I'll just sit here and be like, why did you write this so up in such Absolutely. an ugly way? And yeah. I love <laughs> good world building. Yes. What do you mean? Like when they set up the characters and they like, you know what I love like in world building as well. It's like when someone says something in passing and you mm-hmm. literally take it in passing and then it ends up being something mm-hmm. that just grows into something else. And then like yeah. you're in either the third book or even, you know, mm-hmm. towards the very last chapters and they bring up this thing and it ends up being like yeah. such a core crux to the story. Yeah. But it was yeah. just flung at you. Like it wasn't... <laughs> Is it in books? Yeah, like in the books. Oh, so you'd read be reading? Oh, oh no, okay. I'd be reading. Like right now, I'm really reading. Uh, so I started off in manga, manhwa. You guys know comics. Yeah. Um, okay. A lot of comics are based on light novels, especially the Korean comics. Sometimes they're based mm-hmm. on a novel, and so then it's been oh. recreated to a comic. So then I would go read the novel because like speed up the comic is in chapter 12 and the novel is finished i need to know what's going on so i'll go read the novel um and that's what really got me back into fiction reading non-fiction reading i started that because of studying and business and all of that stuff um and that was audible because i realized i actually can't sit and read a non-fiction book it's just so Mm. boring um so i shifted over to audible and i can listen to people speak and tell me like such great advice and stuff mm. but non-fictions mm. are um it really just depends on the insights the person's saying and like who they are and how much mm. like anecdotes they have that are relatable and i realized like the american form of giving information is quite i don't know i don't think brits do it but it's mm-hmm. It's over-explaining in a manner of application. Like, they really love to give you a hundred different stories to explain how to apply something sometimes. Oh, don't say that. Because I feel like (laughs) if you're repeating yourself ten times... But it's not repeating themselves. They've managed to do it in a way that's not really repeating themselves. It's just... They love storytelling. They love anecdotes. Like, they really look look to Jesus as a fantastic storyteller. So, Mm. it's that whole... I guess Jesus used anecdotes and fables. I like storytelling. I like storytelling. Like you like, love having a lesson in the story. Mm-hmm, whereas mm-hmm. I'm That's very much used to someone way. just telling me what the lesson is that I need to learn and apply. No, no. So, I feel like I listen to podcasts now and I feel like, well, mm. the few po- of the few podcasts I listen to, um, okay, I listen to one podcast in particular 
that I say one Diary of a CEO Why mm. did I listen to it? Because one day I want to show be a CEO But I listened I think it's a good one Because he brings the people on And they tell They tell their life story And then from that life story You get the lessons yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. take them as you take them as you want, but like, yeah. I I like my lessons. Maybe what I'm just saying is I like stories, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like stories are quite relatable. And then you pick up the things you just pick up easier, and you go mm. by the way. As a versus saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. even though I like card yeah. maps and whatnot, I think there's sometimes it's just no. You can't just tell me you've got to do this. I feel like if I hear the story of how you came to that understanding conclusion. I'll definitely download it well and then yeah. I can decide to take this advice or not take this advice or appreciate this from a, a narrative. I like narratives. You anyway. can put yourself in yeah. other people's fault. I think for me, it's just like there's, it's just been broken down into such a science that sometimes it's very much reg- like regurgitated. So some people do it really yeah, well. They're fantastic storytellers yeah. and you're really immersed. And some yeah. people, it's just like you're really forcing this. And obviously, it's, it's, yeah. it, it's it's somehow so non non fiction for me is uh very much audible like it has to be I have to listen to the person speak, mm-hmm. and then I can hear it in the tones that they wanted to share it in, not in the tones that I will be reading in. Because another mm-hmm. thing I realize as well is that sometimes like the whole Harry I think Harry Potter as well is one of the biggest reasons like I stopped reading books because oh, I was reading Harry much. Potter. No, 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 I loved Harry Potter and I had oh. built harry in my mind everything and then the films mm-hmm. came out and they did not look anything like it's what like i had people. built and it oh. really pissed me off because it was like this really? is not my harry Potter. yeah oh i didn't and like then, that yeah when i was reading books sorry i cut you off when i'm reading books and then you watch the movie i said but that didn't happen that didn't happen you're just you're, yeah you're no reading. it's not even a case of <clears throat> that didn't happen that didn't happen <clears throat> okay sorry excuse me <clears throat> hey there trapped air i think for me it's a case <clears throat> of the world i built <clears throat> Was in the world they built. Yeah, and it's like mm. everyone has different. One second, let me drink. Take, take it easy, take it easy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no, chat to all. Everyone has like different imagination. So it was the first time it made me realize that we're all not seeing the same picture when we're reading the same words. Mm. And it's like, if I can, I can build a world and tell you mm-hmm. that the grass was green and everything like that, right? And you might picture Hyde Park, you might picture Burgess Park, I might yeah. picture, you know, I might not even Regents picture a park, park in Regent's Park. Yeah. Thank you. Like we might all picture different parks, right? Different parks? The, the the grass is green, the sky was blue. Then I but might go that, on to say, hmm? isn't that you know the good thing about that's the beauty of it, right? So then when mm. you build this world, and I'm so invested in this world because I loved, I was waiting for the books to come. Like I've yeah. built this entire like universe mm. around the things that you've said. And then for me to watch the movie and it's like, you shattered my whole world. And I was really young. So it was very much like, this isn't my Harry Potter. This is your Harry Potter you want to tell. So I wasn't, I was excited for the movies and I watched the movies and I enjoyed it. But Mm -hmm. very quickly, like, especially Harry, that wasn't how I saw Harry in my mind. So I was really really like, that's not Harry. I'm so sorry. It's not even like that. It's not like that at all. It wasn't, it's not sad. It was just a reality of... Imagine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your imagination, like the movies can never be as good as the imagination. Your imagination might yeah. never be the same as what the author intended because this is what Absolutely. the author has co-signed, right? Mm-hmm. And like yeah. when they described Hermione as being like thick curly hair or whatever, I didn't see her as black, but I definitely saw curly hair and she didn't have curly People hair. People be saying that she wasn't, mm. what, Emma, it's Emma Stone. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, she was not that. <laughs> she, was she was not that. that. 
So you have like this oh, thing that you're attached mm-hmm. to, Bing. and then yeah. and it's the same. Like this is why I really love web novels because I like or comics because I I like that you've taken the imagination away from me. So I start off with the comic and I see how the characters look, and I enjoy that. And then I go mm-hmm. on to read the book and I apply those characters into the book. I do not create the characters again. Mm. That what I see is what you've given me. So like going from comics to light novels is is great and light novels are really 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 interesting i'm currently reading the one of the light novels i'm currently reading is the remarried empress it's mm. so good she um she basically yeah. uh, she's she's the emperor mm. she's an empress and she's married to the emperor and the emperor mm. grows out and she all her all her life she's been trained and educated in the ways of being an emperor empress to support yeah. the emperor basically and she right. genuinely deeply cares for this man like I would go as far as to say that I do believe she loves this man, but she also is, like, responsible, does her duties, everything that she needs yeah. to do. She really supports this man so that she can lead, he can lead the country as yeah. best as possible. And the emperor goes out and um, accidentally stumbles upon this, you know, the, the the usual, the weak duckling female that can't really do much and, like, his stirs <laughs> up his protective feelings or whatever. Yeah. And then he decides that he is going to... Um, bring her into the harem as in like uh, into the yeah. royal thing and to look after her kind of thing and this woman is devious okay. so she is doing everything she can to become to get in between initially she's devious she's naive but she's also dumb so initially she's like she's really really dumb <laughs> so initially she's like she's antagonizing the empress but she doesn't realize she's antagonizing the empress because she's taking bad advice from other people all she knows is that she's got this mindset of she's got to protect herself because she's come from slavery from a poor background so mm. all she knows is just to be hard-hitting until and use her looks to secure mm. herself a better life but she mm. also realizes that people look down on her for her background so she's mm. really trying to be like better life better life for herself but her greed is uncapped and she's an idiot basically <laughs> And so she knows that the emperor is really protecting her. So she's like using that emperor's wing to do whatever she yeah. wants to do. Uh, mm. At some point she gets pregnant and all now the empress hasn't got pregnant. So it like really shakes up the empress's seat uh, kind of thing. Yeah. Eventually like things happen. And um, that basically because she comes from such a terrible background and she used to be a slave and she's not a noble lady, this girl can never be actually like a she can't ever be seen in the queen's king's position or whatever but the emperor decides that he's going to divorce the empress marry this woman because she's pregnant to allow their child to be born and give him authority because if not then the child will be like a you know the child will have no authority basically so he's going to divorce the empress marry this woman and then once the child is born he's going to divorce this woman and marry the empress back and then give the child to the empress oh so give the child legitimacy wait right to give the child legitimacy Mm. right right, right, because this woman's a slave right but this woman um, right okay to do that so they find out her background they give her like a noble parents and all sorts they give her like a whole story to make her legitimate to become an empress right the empress the current empress does not know that he plans to marry her again he just hears mm. that he plans to divorce Aww. her. She does not know that the 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 new girl. She doesn't know at first that the empress plans to div- the emperor plans to divorce her. So she uh, is high on I'm going to be yeah. I'm an going to be kicked out. Yeah. yeah. The empress is a hardworking woman. So also while all this is happening, she's been raised not to like show any feelings on her face, mm-hmm. not to let it damage anything. So she's yeah. going about her business doing hard work. So the emperor has this mindset that she is a cold woman, doesn't care basically, and this duckling lady is the epitome of innocence because she carries all her emotions on her face and is cute 
So he obviously does his plan of divorcing the empress. While he's doing all of that, a new man comes in and oh. watches everything from afar, falls in love with the empress. Like, he didn't even come to fall in love with the empress. He just came to, like, see the state of this land because at some point yeah. he's going to take over. He wants to take over this land. Like, he wants to conquer it. So mm. he falls in love with the empress, sees what she's about, really sees that, like, behind this, like, I'm going to just do what I need to do, like, prim and proper. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, like, a lot of emotions. She's really struggling, whatever, whatever. And so the plan becomes as soon as the emperor divorces her, they marry mm-hmm. her. That's the only way that she can wow. break away from this land. And so they do that. He marries her immediately. She becomes the first empress to be divorced and married on, like, the same, I think it's even day. Yeah. And now, like, the emperor's, like, really pissed. Because that wasn't his So why didn't the emperor just tell No, the he Empress? does. He goes to the door and he's like, I plan to marry. And she's just like, What do you think? I'm like a wet doormat. Like, do you think you can treat me however That's you true. want? You brought this girl in, you lured her about. It's so clear. Like I've she's like, You've put me through dirt basically, and I love yeah. you kind of thing. So she's yeah. like, No, she's 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 gonna leave. Yeah, love it for her. She's gonna leave. So she legit leaves, and then that's when it gets crazy because now she's left. The emperor's like, "What can I do to bring her back to our land?" Like, like he's basically in his fields, and he is shooketh. This Mm -hmm. girl is like really trying to like secure her position. She Mm -hmm. hates, and then the girl goes around like trying to pretend to be the emperor. So she starts copying everything the empress used to do. Like she's just so annoying. Like you end up hating her. But the whole, like, the thing of, like, her learning that she actually did love the Empress because the Emperor because they've been together since they were children and, like, this wasn't how he used to be and her having to unlearn those emotions and that attachment and then, like, get used to the new guy. And the new guy's, like... Because he marries her and she becomes a queen and the new guy's, like, I'm going to restore you to your original status. So he declares mm. that he's going to become an Emperor and he literally... He's taken over all the land anyways. Whoa. He qualifies to be an Emperor. He just never did it. So he's wow. like, I'm going to become an emperor and make you an empress. And oh, so wow. It's not as romancy as it sounds, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's like, it's, it's good. It's a lot. It's good. There's magic mm. involved. Oh. There's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's pretty fantasy. So the Remarried Empress is like the novel I'm currently reading. And then I have like my other slice of life stuff, which is the usual, had a baby with... This CEO ran away and now my baby bun <laughs> is discovered, has found his daddy and we're going to be a happy family. Um, I love those because the children always end up being super smart. Oh, there was one I just finished, which was really good. It was about this girl who was super, super smart and it didn't make sense, but she was super smart. She was really, really good at everything. And um, it just turned out, like, at some point... And this is what I mean about, like, world building, when you throw something in, but you don't explain it. So yeah. all throughout the book, you're reading, and you're like, why is she so smart? She speaks so many languages. Like, she has, like, an affinity to learn. So when you tell her mm. you can learn this thing, she's like, mm. she gets really excited. She starts learning. Mm. And she learns it super, super smart. So she'll be doing stuff like breaking Guinness World Records, solving mathematical problems that people could never solve, like, yeah. unrealistic things. And you're like, this doesn't make sense, but that's the story and then at some point they kind of like start to actually all you know is that she at birth was kidnapped and she was separated from her parents so when they start going into the history of why she was kidnapped it's because in this world there are superior beings and each superior beings have a superhero trait and her superhero trait was learning 
And so she, and it wasn't actually learning. It was the ability to duplicate and copy, to learn other people's superhero traits. So she became, she was basically something that would have been way too powerful for other countries' superheroes because she could learn your superhero skill. So it became like this fat, like conspiracy theory to separate her and then to hide her skills. And the person who kidnapped her was her granddad, her actual blood granddad, but he did wow. that to protect her and then he went crazy from something else because like when you don't control your superhero skills properly you can kind of mm-hmm. have this explosion and you go crazy so he went crazy lost his mind mm-hmm. and um she... so you can't tell her that oh by the way you're a superhero and all this stuff no okay. like he like they they kidnapped her put her in an orphanage but someone kept giving that orphanage money so she was oh. raised in an orphanage like society looked down on her for being raised in an orphanage but she didn't understand why because she was like but in the orphanage i had the best, basically she had like mm-hmm. she literally had the best food she had like all the latest technology she had she was taught everything she had like art like billion pound art hanging up like the orphanage was not an orphanage basically mm-hmm. so all of this gets unraveled as they go into the history of why she was kidnapped and so you've read this story not knowing and then towards the end you're like whoa all these tiny little pieces start falling in i and like that like, i like that I got to the end, it was like, it was because she was going to take over the world, basically, and they couldn't let her. Because she can learn other superheroes, so she would become the most strongest. She can learn, and then there was another man who could duplicate. Um, Ah, He could not duplicate, he could snatch. So he could snatch Mm -hmm. your superhero power and have it for himself. Right. So there's there's her who learns abilities, and there's him who snatches abilities. And so they made this conspiracy, like the two of them, if they ever get together, would destroy the whole world. So they had the whole world searching for her and then trying to make sure that they don't ever get together. These times, these two fall in love. And obviously she doesn't know what love is because she doesn't have any feelings. So she has to learn what love is. And all now we find out that she's learning what love is is because they've been suppressing her emotions in order for her to in order to slow down her growth, which is why she's been this empty robot that doesn't know anything. So all of these things start falling into place, and then you get to the end, you're like, I can't believe it's over. (laughs) Yeah, you know that. That it was a really good. Like, yeah, it sounds like a roller coaster, and it's actually reminding me of a. a comic book turned Netflix series called The Umbrella Academy. Oh, I've yeah. heard of yeah. The Umbrella Academy. I watched The Umbrella Academy. I didn't know it was a comic I book. I loved it. Yeah, and it was like written by these two guys. And I just kept thinking to myself, because I haven't really read comic books before. And now I'm like, um, I actually want to do that because I enjoyed the Netflix series. I'm like, something tells me I'm going to enjoy it as mm. a, like a comic book. And so I just want to like, just give it a try, you know? Mm-mm. So yeah, I think that would be cool. I didn't know it was a book. I might go look into the book. But yeah, this has mm-hmm. been... We didn't... We're not doing the um, situation today because it's actually really, really deep. Oh. Um, oh. Yes, yeah, so we might just lead with it. Tomorrow. Not tomorrow. <laughs> Next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually like... It's like, oh, wow. Sad times. But um, oh, I'm sure... Actually, it, I read it. You're going to read sorry, it? Sorry, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to read it just to prep my mind. But yeah, sorry, go on. No, I haven't read because it does like bring us into the whole discussion of like family and like really trying to like change your family and make them Oh, that's a whole discussion. Right. Like it's a whole discussion. discussion. Mm. Um, And this is like, unlike every other uh, situation where you can throw the other person away. Yeah. (laughs) Can you throw your family away? Mm, No, you really can't. (laughs) Yeah, I was saying the other day to my family that fortunately and unfortunately, family is the thing the one test that Allah gave you, you can't actually like back out of. It's the compulsory 
question on the exam paper. Like, yeah. is it my first acting up? Please, <laughs> you're, you're gone. Kind of thing. Like, yeah. everything in life, if they start acting different, they yeah. can leave. But yeah. I can't sever those key ties of kinship. Like, and even if they're not Muslim, yeah. you can't sever the ties with them. Exactly. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, next week we'll leave you, inshallah. Next week, anything? Inshallah. Any last words? This has been Halima's episode, so Halima. Uh, yeah, basically. What book do you want word. to recommend our listeners um, to read? I, ooh, a big one. I would say honestly, read the things that you're curious about and interested in. Like whatever is like you're just you'd like to know more about, whether that's mm. like a, a fiction story or a non-fiction story. Like if you have an interest, um, and I think as a society now because we're so technologically driven we google everything mm. but then yes there's books have always been there you know like anything any topic you're curious about yes you can google it but you can also find a book on it I as mean, well. there will always be a book official soy speed literally yeah we are the, the time of speed and convenience and you know we can get it here right now but i think that's what i enjoy about a book is that it makes you slow down um mm. and that's and that's i think you know we're we're just overstimulated right now definitely definitely we and are. so a paper book i always recommend paper but i don't have anything against audiobooks it's my preference is to read um like um, paper books um and so, i'm, yeah, I'm sorry I, off, but I found turning the pages really difficult i was oh. like <laughs> oh. yeah. what? this is new no because um, all yeah, the books this... I bought when I was buying books yeah don't know who sent me mm-hmm. they're all stacked up there, up there now but mm-hmm. I bought the physical copy of the book first mm-hmm. and so I'd be reading the book and obviously you've got to hold the book like mm-hmm. for those who can't see I'm holding up my notebook you've got to hold it with like your thumb in the middle or whatever and then mm-hmm. you finish reading this page and you're like okay cool I got to go isn't that turn. the fun of it no I mean no because like I realised I'd been swiping up for such a long time that <laughs> you read like this and then you're like yeah. oh wait hold on I've got to go carry my hand all the way to the other side make wow. sure I've selected one page turn over <laughs> prim proper and then now I've got to go back to the original position I was just like there's a lot of movement involved in the book wow. <laughs> it just wasn't I, I, I can't comment on that I had, to get the, I had to get the ebook version because the movement is because think about it even if I'm sitting like this yeah I get bored you know, you've got to hold yourself like this for the time of reading the book. Then you've got to, like, set it up again. It's just a lot of, like, shifting and stuff. When sure. With my phone, it was just... Swipe. This is giving... Such, a, was such giving. a Gen Z... It was yeah. giving to say. There's too much going just... on here. Oh. <laughs> okay. And right. I, I just can't... You can't zoom, make the text louder. I can't lie. That happened to me once when I was reading a book. I was, like, trying to zoom and I was like, crap. I, I've had too can't much do that. time. Can I? It, was a, it happened. It did happen to me. Um, but, yeah, I, I personally don't have any problems with telling a page. Um, no, there's is... no problems. It's just all these inconvenient... Not inconveniences. All these things that you didn't mm-hmm. have to do with a yeah. phone. Of course. It's like it's it's made there's giving you too many shortcuts in life. So then when you actually have to go yeah. back to physically doing the smallest of things, you're like, oh wow, yeah. this isn't as <laughs> nice as when I'm doing it on my phone. It's not as can't swipe I, it. It's not as quick. I want to comment. Say I like you know holding the book and stuff. But I haven't done that properly in a while, so I can't really comment. Do it again after you've not done it in a while. You like books don't even stay like like that. Like this has a binder in the middle, so it's like you know. Yeah. It's flippity flappity. A regular book actually does not stay. You have to do something 
to keep it open yes, at the page yeah, yeah like i recommend so the bookmark things. as well if you if read it, listeners listening in um you want yeah. to keep signing on a page get a bookmark mark the page and then sort it yeah but no definitely um this is 2022 i'll be reading inshallah you'll be reading 2022 mm-hmm. um, yeah 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 inshallah. i sent you oh i sent you lot that webcomic none of you read it it was really good what webcomic? the end to life one when 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 I was like, oh my god, I'm in my feels, I can't believe it. I sent it to you on the pot on Mantuk when it was like, um, the woman who every time she died, her life would start up again. But then Where? Oh, that was months ago, right? Right. This is my nth life. Well, then. And then oh, you could send and then it again. She, I'll send it again. Yeah. You lost to read it. She ended up falling yeah, well, in love with mm-hmm. someone from her previous life, but yeah. they're in love with the person she was before she died. So Wild. they're in love with her old self. And she can't tell them that this is her. Mm. So it's like, she just keeps dying and like... I literally watched the K-drama like that. It's not even funny. (laughs) What, there's a K-drama where she keeps dying and reliving? Yeah, and um, the guy that is in love with her in the previous life, he's not allowed to reveal himself to her in the lives she keeps coming back in. So like she is... what's that drama called? So it's um, just with that guy, the Korean Odyssey. Oh, we're swingy. Mm. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's meant to be yeah. play on new journey. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Sada. I, let me send you this manga first. You read that. You read that. Will I read it? Let's see. Let's let's say inshallah. Actually, no, I'm not saying inshallah because that means I have to have the intention to read it. Let me see it first. <laughs> let me like, I don't at least my inshallah lightly. Yeah. Because um, then you have to at least open it up. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, send this. Obviously, send it in it. Like, yeah, and I'll it. open it. You just see me scrolling. We'll see. This is how many like web novels I have saved. Here it goes. Oh. All right. See you in my 19th life. That's it. 19? <laughs> yeah. Look at tired. Like, That's basically her problem. She's tired. Oh, well, she can't get out of the cycle. She can't. And she normally likes to like cut, cut off ties with the people from before. Because yeah. it gets too messy. Oh, you when, sent like, it, yeah. Right, right, right. But then, like, the guys, like, proper. So she finds that, the, like, her whole people from before have not moved on. And she's here, like, mm. yo, <laughs> move on. <laughs> Keep it pushing. But, yeah. All right, cool. So I'm going to read today. But that's it. I've sent you that. Um, I will also, I'll, I'm just going to spam you with the web comics. I want everyone reading them now. Yeah, um, Okay. That's, that's been it from Montuk. See you next time. Bye.